Hello listeners and welcome to the Montel Pod Extra, bringing you the latest energy market developments in these unprecedented COVID-19 times. Joining me, Richard Sverson, on the podcast today is Sam Eberhorn of Arab. A warm welcome to you, Sam. Hi, Richard. Warm welcome to you as well. How are you coping in these uh, in these crazy times? We're coping well. Really grateful, to be honest. I, I guess I want to say we're not socially distancing, but physically distancing. So as a household, we're still trying to be as social and as we can and reaching out to friends and family and trying to be encouraging as, as we can in this in the season. And probably all very digital as well. Yeah, I mean, our children, of course, are very, very digital, born and raised in this digital um, era. Similarly, ourselves with work, you know, lots going on online, various platforms. And yeah, just using our own social media and apps to, to reach out to people. Mm. I think, you know, it may, once we return to normal, it may, you know, the consequences may change the way we work and interact socially as well. Who knows? But, um, but Sam, I think today we want to talk about the PPA market, power purchase agreements. What's been the COVID-19 impact so far that you've seen? If I may, I just wanted to set some context and talk about, you know, what we had in 2019, which was a really a stellar, stellar year. And hmm. we've seen the growth in the corporate PPA market kind of extend to new highs. So 19 and a half gigawatts of um, corporate PPAs were agreed, mm. which translated to just under three gigawatts in Europe, Middle East and, and Africa. So, you know, the tech firms continue to lead in this area, the Amazons, Facebooks, Googles, Microsofts, etc. Et mm. So they did a significant amount of that, you know, just as I mentioned, that three gigawatts in Europe, uh, Middle East and Asia. So it's, it was a you know great year in 2019. And, you know, started the year well, we're currently helping a large firm in Spain to do their corporate PPA procurement activity. They have operations um, across the whole of Europe. So, yeah, we're very engaged there. So that was a great start for us as well. But yeah, I mean, you know, COVID-19 has to have some impact. So yeah, it will have the impact. I mean, what? I mean, especially I think here you mentioned Spain. This is a country as well as Italy that have, you know, had seen phenomenal growth in PPAs in recent years. But these are also countries that have been hardest hit by the virus. So how do you see this going forward in those countries? Yeah, I mean, for um, Spain and Italy, you know, these are markets where we saw growth in 2019. And as you mentioned, these are the markets which have been probably most impacted and have the most stringent lockdowns in place for for good reason, of course. So in terms of electricity demand, we've been seeing demand down there, you know, 12% and 26% in Spain and Italy, respectively. So it's quite an impact, I mean, on the PPA side. That's that's huge, isn't it? That's a huge huge, drop. It's a huge drop. And, you know, corporate PPA demand is exactly that. It's driven by demand. So if um, demand from the the corporates, the industrials and commercials is down, then, you know, their appetite to go and buy energy, you know, clean energy is going to be down as well. But do you think, I mean, we've seen this from the big industrials. I mean, is there a same, have you seen maybe a drop down in demand from the the tech companies as well? Because they must also now in, in these digital times must also be seeing some maybe increase or certainly demand for their product. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the tech firms, I believe, are continuing to press forward. A number of them are very 
educated buyers. Google had their reverse auction uh, last year. So, you know, we, we're not seeing any slowdown uh, from their perspective, but I, I believe really for for the majority of ourselves and others in this space, it's not so much engagement with these tech firms, but with the other in, uh, players in the industrial and commercial space. So this is the area where we're, you know, concerned and hoping that things would bounce back uh, quickly. Exactly. So I think, you know, there will be some of these sectors are struggling. There, there's a liquidity issue. You know, there's if we see some kind of, I suppose it depends on the recovery. But what, what do you see happening once we're out of this crisis? I mean, who knows how long that will take? At present as well, the price fall we've had in terms of the, the, the curve, you know, is putting a dampener on interest because essentially the price seeing relative to the wholesale is a key factor in the decision-making process. So at the moment, with the, the curve being as, as low as it is, the um, competition with the levelized cost of electricity for solar and wind, although in Spain and Italy, as we just discussed, the wholesale price has been, um, you know, has been above the levelized cost of electricity for solar in, in these markets. Now, with prices so low, it's expected actually to, to not be above anymore. But we're, you know, we are expecting the prices will, the outlook will rebound and that will reinvigorate the interest in the corporate PPA space. Yeah, we expect things to kind of pick back up. We obviously are, you know, cautious and concerned about, you know, how much demand may be kind of permanently lost but you know we're hopeful that it's not significant and when prices rebound and credit um, is has been seen to be able to flow well that the corporate interest will will return absolutely so do you think then that financing could be an issue here as well i mean obviously the banks are going to be quite stretched once we're out of this and do so you mentioned credit it could that be an issue um i would say you know i've heard some you know spoken to some colleagues i guess in in other firms who work on the on the credit side on the debt side and they have you know are doing a great job and try put out uh, statements and are speaking to people in the project development side to you know give them comfort that debt um, and credit is, is available However, I mean, they are very stretched at present. Uh, a number of the, the biggest banks, they are working um, hand in hand, if you like, with uh, central governments to ensure that there is a bailout of the of, of business. So if they're, it's hard for them to also put the same effort in the M&A in the, in the project financing space as well. So credit in the short term could be an issue if you're trying to do a new kind of renewable project, then, you know, it, it may be that you have to wait a bit more for the, the credit liquidity to to pick back up again. And also the the rates at which you offer that credit to to return to pre COVID nineteen levels. Could take some time to get back into beneficial terms. Yeah. So as we see this this very low oil price as well, if that's the context, uh, do you think investors will focus more on renewables, you know, through PPAs or such like deals? Or do you think, you know, the cash flow now will hamper the growth forward in, in renewables? 
So I, I would say, yeah, you made a great observation there about you know oil prices, and I think we could see acceleration of the transition of some of the oil and gas majors and their involvement in the renewable space and um, and on the PPA side as well. So there has been some statements, of course, of some of the big oil firms trying to strive towards net zero in some of their operations, but in terms of their business and what that looks like. This could be a great opportunity for them to pivot away from oil and gas um, exploration and production and towards renewable in the same way we've seen with the company formerly known as Statoil. Um, of course, I'm talking uh, talking about Equinor. And, you know, they act as a, a, a great example for, for many others in that space. So also, you know, some of the pricing, the entry pricing in, t- in some of these assets and some of these projects may be lower now. So it could be a great opportunity for cash-rich players, oil and gas players, to kind of accelerate their transition towards renewables. So it could trigger green growth. Yes. Sam, thank you very much for being a guest on the Montel Extra Pod today. Hopefully we can chat more once we get out of these very difficult and, and challenging times. Once again, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Richard. This week's episode rounds off three weeks of daily COVID-19 specials and the impact it's had on energy markets around Europe. I hope you found it interesting and useful to hear from other energy market participants in these very challenging times. We hope to come back after Easter with more on the coronavirus, how and when we'll get back to you. In the meantime, next week, we go out with a weekly on Wednesday and we'll be looking in detail at policy area, the Green Deal in particular. So stay tuned next week. That's all for now. Stay safe and healthy. Goodbye. Thank you.